Hello and welcome to episode four of Demo Demolition. This time around, we are reviewing the game Ghost Runner. Jack, let's start with you. What did you think of the visuals of the game thus far? Uh, I liked it. It was um, it was pretty straightforward, but I think it was designed to be so. Uh, the nature of the game is that you have to be very um, on point. So if it's it has all these like random uh, visuals that kind of pop up out of nowhere, they're distracting, uh, and that would kind of go against the point of the game, which is just to be very uh, focused. Yeah, I, that makes a lot of sense actually. Dave, what do you think visually? Um, I. I thought it was a very cyberpunk futuristic kind of world, a little bit typical in that sense. Everything was gray except for the the walls that you needed to run on, which were pretty bright. The, they were yellow. And even a few that weren't uh, noticeable, you know, which you could still run on. But um, overall, the, the graphics weren't too bad. Um, I enjoyed like the first person melee aspect of that visual where you saw his hand and his sword and his sword was usually doing something cool where his hand would like flip the sword around, you know, when he yeah, was, yeah, yeah. you know, thrown through the air. So I thought that was a pretty cool touch to the game. Yeah, that was slick. Yeah, no, it's neat that you mentioned to the colors uh, with your artistic background there, Dave. Uh, for me, I actually thought it was a better representation of uh, what Night City should have been than all of cyberpunk personally. Now, granted, I'm playing Cyberpunk on a PS4, so I'm getting the absolute worst interpretation of that environment. And I've seen some absolutely gorgeous shots on a PC version. So that's a little dig, but I, I do think that it had that aesthetic that Dave described. It was it you can only describe it as cyberpunk. And it's a shame that that aesthetic now has to be associated with probably the most disappointing game of the year. Moving along, Jack, what do you think of the audio of the game? I, I don't really have much to say about the audio. Uh, nothing, nothing really stood out to me. Uh, I will say, I think it's funny that you consider it a, uh, an insult to ghost runner to compare the visuals to what was, uh, what was supposed to be the triple triple a experience of the year. And it was a $60 game out of the package. Whereas this is like a, uh, I think it's a $30 game, but it's definitely not a triple a title. So uh, bravo to ghost runner for uh, keeping it concise and keeping it uh keeping it <laughs> proper <laughs> dave you have any thoughts on the audio sound effect or music um i thought i thought the sword swinging and the sound of the death was uh gratifying i thought they did a good job on that also uh the sound of sliding i i want to say i guess the overall movement was pretty solid and uh going through i guess the tutorial aspect of it i only got I only played about 30 minutes before I'll, I'll explain that. But um, the gentleman that was talking in your ear the whole time sounded really clean. It was a good script. So I would give it a good job on that. Good point. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely think. agree. That's an excellent point. Yeah, I thought that was uh, um, a good narrative for what is obviously designed to be like a gameplay focused game that they managed to kind of sneak that in, in there uh, was, was impressive. Yeah, I uh, personally, the sound effects I didn't stand out very much to me aside from the voice acting, but I did appreciate the music just because I felt like it maintained a rhythm that's important to really getting the most appreciation out of this game. Like it has a very just like kind of like 
you know, upbeat, techno-oriented. I'm sure there's a classification that I don't know off the top of my head that it falls into, but it just drives you to keep trying and pushing it, um, which is important because that's so much of the gameplay element of it. Yeah, I'm glad you said that rhythm because that's really, um, while the game is so difficult, you can't really find a rhythm, at least for me. I don't know if you had a different experience, gentlemen, but um, the whole point of the game is that you start off and get your butt kicked but as you do it over and over again you just fall into this rhythm and and when you actually get good at the game when you when you practice the different levels that you do kind of uh run into that rhythm all right moving along control what did you think about the control of this one let's start with dave this time uh super frustrating actually i found it yeah incredibly difficult to get into a groove the jump button was on r1 the attack button was on r2 and then the tap l1 to go forward really quick like a burst of speed even if the you air dash air, yeah an air dash but then to hold it down was a time dilation mechanic and then i believe circle is crouch and i'm not sure if x was used for anything i think so it was the a, use button yeah. yeah so i mean kind of kind of frustrating i tried swapping it around and when it did swap around the crouch became r3 and the attack became um r1 and the jump became x which uh threw me off quite a bit because reaching over for r3 to crouch after a jump was really difficult to do while you're also trying to maneuver around. So I felt I would have enjoyed it more if they just allowed you to break that and allow your own key bindings. Yeah, you know, absolutely. If they had gone through that trouble, I think it would have been a lot easier for me to um, get a groove of the game. And um, But otherwise, up to that point, I found it just myself dying quite a bit because I would tap L1 thinking I was holding it down long enough and then I would just, you know, get killed, you know, so it just, it took a long time and the learning curve on it is incredibly steep and really stiff. So I would say that that was an aspect to the game that they need to change, or at least allow people to change the key binding so that they can get comfortable with the way their hands need to move. While I um, also found the controls frustrating and the game difficult and I died a lot, I'm kind of surprised you can get through a conversation like a, a dialogue about the controls without mentioning how responsive they are because when you do get the buttons down just like the best of all speedrunners and I, I think what this game is at its at its heart is a game designed for, as a speedrunner is to have responsive quick efficient controls maybe not efficient but definitely responsive quick if you master these controls I get the feeling you will do exactly what your mind tells you to do that's a great point. And honestly, that's kind of along the lines of what I was thinking too. Um, originally, I had a terrible time with these controls. Like I, while running in particular for a game so reliant on it, I found to be very hard to pick up right out the gate. Um, that being said, uh, the first that was my first go around where I think I died 200 something times on the very first level. But then I went back and I tried it again after getting a little more comfortable with the controls and I was able to beat it with practically single digit deaths. So um, it Jack's right. It, it takes a credible amount to get some sense of mastery of the controls. I can always tell when it's a game has some difficult 
controlled map by based on the fact that if I'm playing a game and uh, in the midst of playing it, I'll actually forget what the inputs do. Like I found myself doing that a lot with the sword where it would just be like, I'd be diving in trying to take out a guy or whatever. And just before hitting him, I would forget which button I'm supposed to press. And I oh, think that that's times. Yeah. And I think that that's a mark of how difficult the control scheme is, but Jack's right. Like I said, once you do start getting comfortable with it and a little more confident, um, yeah, it's incredibly sticky once you get it down. Moving along, actually, the probably the most critical component to the review. What do you think of the challenge of this one? Let's start with you, Dave. I'm going to say, I think the concept in itself wasn't the most challenging. Um, the wall running aspect that got down, I think that's just from some experience with Titanfall 2. Uh, I want to say like one of my biggest issues about the challenge level was just how easy it was for these guys to shoot you. And I don't want to say that, um, that they're supposed to miss you, you know, like some games are just too easy or whatnot, but this would be a game where I'd land a, a really solid kill. You know, I would get what they wanted done and I would get smoked from a guy that was like two platforms over. So definitely. Yeah. I felt that that should have been toned down quite a bit in order for me to at least just like, get to experience um, wanting to play this game because that's what kind of shut me down. I got to the level where they introduced the L2 mechanic and hooking up to an object that's hanging from a ceiling and using that to swing over to another platform. And I think it was about my 40th attempt at trying to get to that part where I was just like, All right, you know what, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it here. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had died like probably about 300 times over the course of a 20 minute period. So I was just, I was okay with putting it down and just kind of calling it at that point. So, I mean, the challenge is up there and I think implementing what Jack says, where if you are able to get the controls down and get comfortable, you could be okay with it. But I mean, there'd be times where I would swing over and I would use the mechanic properly. I'd come down on the guy, I'd get the kill and then I'd get, smoked by the full like on the other side of the platform that's two guys over so i still got another guy to get to and that guy's you know got a sniper shot with the pistol so um i felt that the challenge aspect was just a little too high to go along with the steep learning curve of the controls for me to really enjoy it. i mean everything about it seems like a game i would like if they could just tone that aspect down, or like I said, I can change the key binds around to where I feel like my hands feel natural, you know, whereas yeah. they with that game. So I gotta say, um, I actually thought it was necessary for the bad guys to be able to shoot you in one shot. And why I say that is that this game is designed about precision. If they're missing, that means you don't know what to expect. But when they're always shooting the same pattern where it's up to you to design your pattern based around where they're standing. That means you control the action. And while we are not very good at the game and therefore we struggle and we, we make a kill and we get shot from another guy, when you're prepared for that, when you have the, um, when you have the, the skill level, what I started doing when I was practicing doing my speed runs is I would go out further and then attack from an angle whenever I was killing a guy so that the guy behind him would never be able to get me. Um, and maybe that's just a, um, I'm, I, I play a lot of platforming uh, precision-based speedrunners. 
So this is kind of like something I'm used to. Now, that being said, I thought this game was really difficult and I got my ass kicked. <laughs> uh, I got my ass kicked in <laughs> Titanfall 2 and I got my ass kicked in this game. Um, yeah. I was just going to say, like, I, I get what you're saying, Jack. In fact, I would almost equate some of it to like uh, some of the old skateboarding games back from the old Tony Hawk era where... It, it actually like it's under the guise of being this like futuristic like first person type of action game but in actuality to really play it i found like it's almost always a matter of just constantly running for rushing forward and finding the ramps and finding ways to basically run through an enemy then hit a wall you know roll around come from a different angle take out the other guy and figure out the pattern to clear out the room where you get the least exposure to gunfire I do totally agree with Dave where the windows of time where the impact hits is incredibly small, especially when you're picking up the title. I do want to say, and I may be wrong about this, but I felt like when I played it later on that you can actually deflect their gunfire if you swing the sword at it. That is a mechanic if you're way better than we are. Well, and that was one that I found because there were a lot of times where I would just basically concede the, my first playthrough when I died 200 plus times where I'd be I'd make my dash to to attack the guy and I'd realize he got his shot off too late or yeah, he was going to get his shot off and I would just kind of pretty much concede that I was dead. And the second time going through it, I would still follow through with the attack and a lot of the time I'd find I'd either reflect the bullet or kill the enemy. So that was one thing. One thing I'll say, though, to the challenge as well is that I feel like this game's a total nightmare once you get past the portion we experience. Like, I guarantee you once they start introducing some more advanced enemies, it's going to suck because these guys with the pistols have near-perfect precision and there's gunfire all over the place in certain missions. So I can only imagine what else this game has cooked up for you at the more advanced levels. I have this a feeling that this game is a, is a masochistic uh, daydream. It's definitely up there. Uh, one final note to um, regarding the first person. While I thought it was a really cool aesthetically, there were many a times where I was cursing the hell out of it while trying to perform some of the actions, just because it is real at its heart, you know, kind of a wall jumping, kind of a speed run type of game. And there were so many times where it's like I have no idea where this gunfire is coming from because I can only see right in front of me. And so I felt like I got clipped a number of times where there was nothing I could do, as opposed to if this was in a more traditional side-scrolling format where I felt like at least I can see it coming, so I'm not nearly as pissed when I'm taken out by it. Yeah, most definitely. All right, what about the enjoyment factor? What did you feel about that, Dave? Enjoyment factor was... Uh... I almost launched my controller out the window. <laughs> well, that just increased my enjoyment factor by at least one rating. So, um, I, I I will tell you that I felt like I was playing Genji from Overwatch in a story mission, and that was probably the one aspect where I thought that was pretty cool. And if no one's played Overwatch, Genji is a cybernetic ninja who can double jump you know, defeat all known physics of the universe and do a double jump in midair. And then also like jump off of walls quite a bit. So that part of the story really kind of kept me going until the gameplay and mechanics took over and my frustration eventually gave in. So, I mean, like I said, I do want to like this game. I felt like 
if there's some things I could change and manipulate about it, I'd probably like be a bit more committed, but, <laughs> but overall, just trying to keep my controller in my hand and putting it down was <laughs> one of the biggest challenges. So, um, I, what you said, Matt, a moment ago where like, if it was like a 2d platformer and you could see stuff really resonates with me because I love difficult 2d platformers. Whereas this was really, really difficult for me. Um, and I definitely got a taste of this in Titanfall 2, where there was a lot of 3D platforming. And for a game that really wasn't that difficult, Titanfall 2's platforming kind of kicked my ass. Um, so the enjoyment factor, I kind of felt more on actually trying to go back uh, and speed run the initial level, as opposed to going through it the first time, where I was just like having a lot of similar emotions to Dave. <laughs> um, <laughs> But definitely I had fun when after I beat the game, I went back and I, I played the first level for a while and just dialed it in and, and try to see how few kills I could uh, or how few deaths I could have. Uh, and that was actually pretty fun because once again, it goes back to the rhythm of the game and, and you definitely get into a rhythm. Yeah, no, that's definitely my experience too. I, I would say I actually enjoyed it a lot, but that being said, my enjoyment level peaked in the short demo portion of the game. Like I have no desire to play anything further than what we experienced with this small little portion. And I think too, the fact that the last section of gameplay leaves off of that kind of crummy platformer where you're about to meet the Oracle guy who's been talking in your head the whole time. And it's just a really basic kind of like hopping around for mission. It just rubs me the wrong way. Cause I feel like it's just going to be a lot of these high intensity action portions that are well thought out and well placed mixed with just these boring ass portions where you're just bouncing on, you know, glowing cubes essentially. So, um, yeah, like I said, I felt like I got, I I'm happy. I experienced the demo. I don't necessarily feel like I need to experience much more moving along. Dave, how did this game make you feel? I think we already um, covered that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> made me feel like I was a really poor gamer. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, yeah, it made me feel frustrated at some aspects. Um, so I also kind of felt that this was a, a weird, it's a weird game in the sense that it was a first person action game that is a speed run, speed running platform at its core. So um, not usually the type of game I play, though, you know, I do play action games and that kind of stuff, but um, and first persons, but yeah. I agree with Dave. Uh, well, I did get some enjoyment out of this game and I really respect the way they put it together. My skill set, I love platformers and just to get my ass kicked over and over again by this game was, was definitely frustrating. Uh, like I said, I, I kind of went back and had, a, had some fun with it after that. But yeah, frustration would be the word I would definitely describe this game as. That's funny because that's the one word response I had was frustrated. And it was half because I just got my ass handed to me so many times. <laughs> and then also half because it also just brought back all that sense of like anger I felt over playing Cyberpunk and just being totally let down. Just because while this game's incredibly frustrating, it's also got that nice pickup and play quality where it reminds me of like an old Nintendo game where like the challenge might be through the roof, but like you could just pick it up and you know the goal is to just run through and kill everybody on the screen. So you're happy to do that. 
versus cyberpunk it drops you in this big open world that's supposed to be this amazing living city and you get none of it because it pushes the limits of the hardware too much so it was really frustrating to experience like kind of what dave alluded to where it's like i got to be a cyber ninja in a small little realm which is really all i would have needed to feel really happy with cyberpunk and yeah how did what do you think the developers were thinking when they came up with this game dave i think that they wanted to put out a challenge for gamers and especially gamers that enjoy games like doom especially the latest iteration of doom i felt like that these people these people also develop develop games for more hardcore gamers than the casual gamer um so i felt that they did a good job on that sense um they wanted a, a game that created a lot of excitement and then also hit the nerve of i think what jack likes to get into is getting that repetition down and being able to hit that sweet spot over and over again and if you don't you get punished for it so you're just happy to start over again um which is personally not my flavor of coffee but you know with respect i think they did a good job um i looked up reviews and this game has just got nothing but good things said about it you know so i felt like that they did their job you know so i think dave put it perfectly they did their job and it it says exactly what they were thinking when they made this game just the gameplay is is perfectly executed the fact that we struggle with it is not really a um challenge to what what they've created it's supposed to be a challenge and unfortunately it's just not uh dave and i's cup of coffee no that's a great point my initial thought when i plugged it in was i thought it was just going to be safeway select cyberpunk but it's a completely different game it's it's a platformer at its heart and i think that the first person perspective that admittedly caused a lot of my struggles with it actually is indicative of how old we are and, and out of touch whereas i feel like a lot of kids who grew up maybe <laughs> with more first person games ask much more of you rather than charging forward and killing everything on the screen have the dexterity to actually pick up a game like this and actually get a real feel for that control scheme right out the gate and thus would be able to appreciate it as a first person platformer and 3d component to it as opposed to all three of us who have admitted that we need to see bullets falling across the screen so we can kind of angle ourselves and feel like we didn't get cheated and dave's right you know it doesn't punish you necessarily to die all it does is remind you at the end of the mission that you died a hundred times plus. So, you know, it, it really does encourage you to keep attempting it to get the perfect rundown essentially, which at its heart is the essence of speed running. Yeah. This is absolutely super me boy. Uh, meets the 3d world. Hmm. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Well, I think I know the answer to this one, but Dave, you're going to be purchasing this title. No, no. <laughs> I couldn't even get 20 minutes in through the demo. <laughs> I'm not purchasing this game. Dave, did you not beat the, did you not beat it? Nah, I mean, I got, like I said, I got to the part where they introduced the mechanic where you're swinging from platform to platform. And uh, after spending about eight minutes and dying, probably about like twice every second, <laughs> I was just, okay, okay. I think I got enough of what I'm going to say about this game. So I, um, played the level over three times and granted this was the first level but the third time i played it i only died five times so i do feel like there's a lot of replayability here and that's not to toot my own horn dave's making a face right now 
uh, like I'm like I'm uh, bending over for myself. <laughs> but but the bottom line is I died probably a hundred plus times the first time I did it. So I'm not I'm not saying I'm good at this game. I am saying there is something to the fact that this game is is designed to um, play play it a shitload over and over until you find that rhythm. Uh, if this game was uh, $5, I think I'd pick it up and I think I'd uh, probably give it another shot and just see what develops. And um, I probably wouldn't end up getting into it, but I think it'd be worth, worth a try. If, if I did end up getting into it, it'd be a lot of, it'd be a lot of value. Yeah, I, I'm going to pass on this one. I do agree with everything you said, Jack. Like I said, I, I cut my kill count down by over 200. I know the second time I tried the first mission. So um there certainly is a component of just getting comfortable and, and replaying it over and over until you're there. Um, I, I just know myself, like I said, I really can imagine that future levels get incredibly obnoxious and I have a hard time letting a game go if I've committed to it. So this one's just not going to be in that realm. That being said, speaking of masochism, which seems to be the theme of this game, um, I probably going to find myself back playing cyberpunk to finally cross that one off my list anyway so partially inspired by the aesthetic of this I love, game so i love that dave could put 150 so. hours into this shitty game that is cyberpunk that all the reviewers call just like the most frustrating piece of shit they ever played <laughs> the reviewers like adore this game or like lavishing it with praise and dave's like fuck the control scheme <laughs> that being said Guys, gals, nay, non-binary pals, thank you so much for listening. You take care.